You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Listening to Unapologetic, and I am Stacy Smith, and I am joined with my co-host for this evening, Rayshawn Payne. How are you, Rayshawn? Hey, hey, hey! I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. The weather yeah. here is a little gloomy today, it though. Is, but you brighten up my day. Oh well, well, thank Loving you. Loving the hair. Thank you. Yeah, trying something new, yeah. so you guys can't really see it, but you know, she looks good, ladies and gentlemen. She well, looks good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, tonight we have a very interesting topic, and it's a topic that a lot of people can relate to, and it's about the effects of social media. So, new research has actually proven that Instagram is the worst form of social media for people's mental health. So, we're, no. yeah, so we're gonna dive into that topic in a moment and talk about how social media affects us and our self-esteem and just our mental health. So, yeah. yeah Before we get started, you know, talk about that Madonna song. That was speaking to me today. It was. That express yourself, don't repress yourself. So that means we're going to have a very interesting show tonight, guys. (laughs) We just met. That's what that means. And I am not sorry. (laughs) He's unapologetic. All right. Well, we're going to dive into celebrity and entertainment news because that's what we do on every unapologetic episode. So I know, you know, you guys probably know by now about the tragedy that occurred um, at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, England. And it's been a couple of days since the uh, deadly bombing, which left 22 people dead and 119 injured. And the singer has suspended her Dangerous Woman tour and returned back to the U.S. But according to the Daily Mail, Ariana has reached out to the families who lost their loved ones in the attack, and she has offered to pay for their funerals. So I thought that was, you know, very noble of her. Although, you know, she had no responsibility, you know, with what happened with the attack. But obviously yeah. it you know, it affected it, her, which I would expect would affect, you know, anyone. You know, usually I make a joke or say something, you know, sarcastic. And, and I could. I have two, actually, like right there that I just want to. But I'm not because people die. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, children died and, and it's, you know, scary. Like, you know, you go see your favorite, you know, artist perform, right. you know, you don't think a concert, you know, you think, you, but it's sad and I feel bad for her because now she's always going to have like this cloud, like over her, you know what I mean? Like the Ariana Grande concert massacre or, you yeah. know, tragedy. It's always going to be associated with her, and uh, that's kind of that sucks for her. Yeah, and, and for her, yeah, you know, I'm sure it's her. something that's going to affect I'm her. Like, oh, you know? you know, then mind you, I know I'm a Grande fan, but I don't think I'll be going to the next show. No okay, Rayshawn. Because you know, as you think, did they have it? Like, why her? Yeah, I don't know. Was it you know the? Sh- 
the people are crazy. You know, you don't know what's in the minds of people. Did they choose her for a specific reason? You know, that's what I was thinking. I'd be scared for that reason if I was her alone. But I'm glad she's safe. But yes, prayers and condolences to those who were lost. That yes, is definitely, absolutely. Yes, definitely absolutely. Terrible. And, you know, even our thoughts are with Ariana as definitely. well. All right. Well, let's go to some more interesting news mm-hmm. here. So, so be- well, um, I guess this is an uplifting story. Okay, yeah. So Jamie Foxx um, recently made a visit to Howard Stern's radio show, and he shared an interesting story about how Oprah actually helped him to get his life back on the right track. Now, during his interview, Jamie Foxx confessed to excessively drinking and partying back in 2005, and he then talks about getting a call from Oprah where she said to him, all of this gallivanting and all of this this is a quote, all of this ish that you're doing, Mm. this is not what you want to do. I want to take you somewhere so it will make you understand the significance of what you're doing. So he then went on to say that they agreed to go to Quincy Jones' house where he was greeted with an intervention. And Sidney Portier was also there at the intervention. So he said at that point on, he got his life together and he went on to win the Oscar for Ray. All I heard was Oprah took Jamie Foxx over Quincy Jones' house to meet Sidney Poitier. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, at first, I'm, I'm just mind blown. It's a room full of legends. There you go. You see what I'm saying? I'm humbled right now, and I wasn't even there. But, no, that's beautiful um, that she cared. And it, it just shows, like, I guess Oprah, that's not for the camera. She cares about people. She didn't have to do that, but I'm glad she did. You know what I mean? Jamie was talented. We we don't need to lose another talented brother out there. So yeah. that that was dope. And then, I, like, just to be a fly on the wall, you got Oprah, Quincy, and Sydney. Like, you can't do nothing but just get right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure that was a huge moment for him. Definitely. So, you know, good job, Jamie. And shout out to Ooh. Oprah for being, you know, her and, own. What's What's the name of the show that's on her network? Uh, fix my life. Fix my uh, for, for being her <laughs> oh, own. Yes. Fix my life. Yes. Yes. And, uh, so, Oprah, um, I, you can call me and take me over, Quincy Jones, and, and intervene with me anytime. Yeah, he needs a little help. All right, here's another story. Well, this is actually one of your favorite celebrities. We're going to talk about one of your favorite celebrities in this particular story. So a contestant on the upcoming season of America's Got Talent filed a lawsuit on Tuesday in an L.A. Superior Court claiming that the show's new host, Tyra Banks, humiliated her during a recent taping of the show. Now, according to Variety magazine, the contestant who was identified in the lawsuit as John Doe said that she and her husband performed a song during the March 19th taping. She and her husband performed a song about their bond with their daughter, who was identified as Mary. Their daughter Mary was present during the taping when they were reportedly humiliated by the audience and the judges who criticized their song. And according to the lawsuit, Tyra Banks made matters worse when she allegedly made fun of their song in front of their daughter. The contestant also alleges that Banks, quote, pulled her daughter's hair back, physically manipulated her, and insinuated that the girl was accidentally conceived. So... They're not happy with Miss Banks. And this is interesting that they named the client John Doe instead of Jane Doe. But, I mean, that's a quote. So I'm not sure if that's a misprint, but whatever. But what do you think? Do you think these allegations are true? Do you think Tyra would do that? They didn't have talent. 
So they're going to find their 15 minutes of fame elsewhere. This is all that is. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> if it was whack, you knew what you were signing up for. You were signing up to be judged. It was whack, and your feelings were hurt. However, Tyra has always been known to be, you know, putting girls out there on front street. I remember one time on her show, she, like, clowned a girl because she had a bad weave. And then she kind of made it up to her by giving her, like, this professional weave job. On. So Tyra has a history of kind of putting people on the spot. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, I think they feelings was just hurt and they was embarrassed because they took that whack-ass song on the national TV and got humiliated. So well, I'm, hmm, nah. I'm wondering if we're going to see that episode. Since there's a lawsuit uh, going on, I'm wondering if they're going to air it. So that'd be interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, and so. uh, Tyra hosts America's Got Talent. Yeah, she actually got that job. You know, Nick uh. Cannon was the former host. All right, right. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So, yeah. Shout out to Tyra for getting oh. the new gig. And I hope everything okay. goes well in this lawsuit. All right. Now, moving on to another story. Former NBA player Rashad McCants says that Khloe Kardashian ruined his career. Now, we've heard that the Kardashians have that Kardashian curse when it comes to dating people. And even a few months ago, James Harden discussed that the lowest point of his career was when he was dating Khloe Kardashian. So Rashad McCants, if you guys remember him, he actually played for um, the Minnesota Timberwolves and he played with them from 2005 to 2009. However, he said that things took a turn for the worse in 2009 when he started dating Khloe. Now, he's saying that, unfortunately, a lot of NBA teams didn't want to be associated with him because of his relationship with Chloe and that he never really got back on track in terms of his career. And he actually went on to play for the D-League, and now he's playing overseas. Oh, God. What do you think of that? Do you uh, think that the Kardashians do have that Kardashian curse when it comes to the people they date? Hell yeah. How you don't? I didn't say that they did. Oh, oh, you didn't. You didn't. My bad. Uh, Bruce Jenner is not Caitlyn Jenner. Come on. Do I need to say anything more? Okay, but Caitlyn has wanted to be Caitlyn for a long time, and Caitlyn just decided later on in life that she was going to make that and transition. I'm sure Bruce would still be Bruce had he not got with, what's the woman's name? Chris. Chris. That old Chris woman. I'll tell you, some with them Kardashian. Look at Kanye. <laughs> Kanye ain't been right since. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think my theory is. I think theory? my theory is that. They're witches? No. Oh. That because they're constantly <laughs> under a microscope. Okay. I think that the attention becomes overwhelming for the people that they date and it drives them crazy. No, nah, but I wouldn't say they're under a microscope. I think they steal in the spotlight. They're well, snatching the spotlight. What I will say is I do think at one point in time they were definitely thriving for the attention. And um, they still are. I mean, which is, you know, a possibility. But I do think that the people that they date are not necessarily ready for all of the publicity and attention that comes with dating them and being with them. And I think that that actually drives some of them crazy and and unfortunately, they don't know how to express that, and they get into some trouble. Let me tell you something. The Kardashians are the reason why we have the topic that we have today. And let's keep this real. You see what I'm saying? They love attention, and they even pay for all of this cosmetic surgery to get all Allegedly. the attention. Okay. We can go for that for... <laughs> Legal reasons, we'll say allegedly. But the thing is, they attention whores. And then they got all this attention, and I, I, I just, I, they're witches. That's a coven. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, mm, come on now. They they get these men and they emasculate them, and then they end up being former shells. No, former shells of what they used to be. Again, you took a hip hop genius and turned him into whatever the hell he is. <laughs> now nah, I don't know what Kanye. You know, Kanye. <laughs> and this is just my personal opinion. I feel like Kanye has not been the same since. The passing of his mother. I feel like, yeah, you know, that would affect it, it, anyone. right. It would affect anyone. Right. So you only child, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know? I think that that really took a toll on him. Yeah, and you know, in my you know eyes, he has not been the same Kanye since and that happened. Yeah. So Kim go make it all better. Because, you know, she got it all together. Well, over they there. just celebrated their wedding anniversary. So I mean, How they're going years? strong. How has it been? What, four years? Oh, hell, I don't know what I got, man. Three, four? One of those. Sorry. Um, I have to look it up. Um, but I know they just celebrated their anniversary. So congratulations, Kim and Kanye and Rashad. We wish you the best with your basketball uh, career. You just washed up. It's over. Okay. And, and Chloe didn't have nothing to do with that. You just lost yeah, it right. somewhere along the all way. Right, bro. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So, so one more story. Our final story oh. is about Nicki Minaj <laughs> and Nas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, heard of yeah, it. Yeah, so Nikki made a recent visit to the Ellen show where Ellen tried to get some details about the possibility of a relationship. And Nikki started off by saying, quote, shout out to Queens, New York. I have to say that we're both from Queens. He's the king of Queens. And I like to think I'm the queen of Queens. He's a rap legend. So let's just say that I have a lot of respect for that. And he's kind of cute, too. So Ellen then asked if they have ever had any sleepovers. And Nikki responded with quote we have yep so Ellen you know she tried to dig a little bit deeper and asked if you know there were some other things going on in terms of them being physical and she said that no that has not happened yet but she would possibly yep. make an exception for him because right now she's celibate but she's saying that she would possibly make an exception so you know I don't know what do you think of them being together as a couple do you think that's a good look for her yeah, for her. Is it a good look? For her. Oh, for her. So it is a good look for her. For but for, her. for Nas, it's not. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> well, listen. I, I mean, Nikki ain't bad, but she's the epitome of plastic bodies. Come on. Now, Nas, you had Khalees. And I loved them together. Oh, I really wish man. that could have worked you had out. Because I loved yeah, them. That's such a natural beauty right there. She's so yeah, beautiful. And she then is like Nikki, I guess so, you know. I I mean Nikki ain't bad. She hot, but And she's at the top of her game. She's at the top of her game. But don't let all of this distract you from the fact that Remy Ma bided her over the sheet, the instrumental. Big shout out to my uncle Charlemagne. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break on that note. And when we come back, we're going to go ahead and talk about our topic for this evening, which is the effects of social media. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Joined by my co-host Rayshawn Payne And we are talking tonight about the effects of social media And the effects on your mental health and your self-esteem And just your overall being So according to new research, Instagram has been 
proven to be the worst social media app for young people's mental health, according to a new report by the Royal Society for Public Health in the United Kingdom. So researchers assess that 1,479 people ages 14 to 24 on how Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Snapchat made them feel in both a positive and negative way. And the participants had to answer 14 questions about the social media platform. And the research showed that the majority suffered from anxiety, depression, and loneliness, all while using Instagram. Mm. Very interesting, isn't it? Kind of, sort of, but not really. So it said, well, actually, it made them feel that way in all of them. But Instagram made them feel the worst Worst. out of all of them. I can see that. So we're going to talk about that. So I'll start off with my own personal experiences with social media. So for me, Instagram has made me feel some type of way. And so has Facebook. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you a very good example. So I ran into a friend recently from high school, right? And I had recently seen on social media that she had just had her third child with her husband. And they, you know, they have this adorable family. They're so cute together. And I've actually known her husband, too, since high school. And I ran into her. And she pulled out her phone. And she started showing me pictures of the family. And I'm like, oh, you know, you guys look so cute. And I was like, dang, I'm the only one, I feel like, you know, within our little high school circle that has not had a child yet, that doesn't have a family. And she just kind of nodded her head like, yeah, yeah. And she goes, but you're fabulous. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's great. But, (laughs) you know, I kind of long for that, too. And I think personally, if I didn't see those images on Facebook and Instagram, it wouldn't affect me as much because it wouldn't be in my face that I haven't done that yet, and so many of my peers have. What, what do you think about that? Do you? But mind you, what is Instagram? What is it? I say it's organized content. No, I'm saying the, the <laughs> that's gist, what I say. It the is the gist of Instagram as well. I mean, You're the just purpose doing of what? Instagram is just showing you images, P- images, pictures. It's visuals. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And the thing is, we live in a society that is all about the visual. You see what I'm saying? People like to look good. Right. And people want to look at stuff that looks good. And I think you ever post a bomb selfie and you're like, oh, I look good at this one. And nobody like it. Yes. and that, Well, see? no, that hasn't happened to me. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> <Okay>. does happen. <laughs> but no, but that does happen often because yeah. people seek those valid, you know, validation for those likes. And they're like, mm-hmm. wait, if nobody's mm-hmm. liking this, does this mean that I'm not attractive? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. does this mean this wasn't a good photo? And you start questioning how you look. And what I noticed is because I don't have a lot of followers on either one, Facebook or Instagram. I'm on both. And I actually, that's like the only two I really do. I don't know which one I like more than the other. I don't tweet at all. And if one more person, no, I don't have a Snapchat, y'all. Quit asking. Um, and what I learned and just kind of observed about Facebook and Instagram, people who have like 5,000 followers or more, like, you know, you just think they have all these fans and followers, they really are lonely. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They really don't have no, like, actual friends. But the ones that have, like, 300 or less followers, Mm -hmm. they seem to have all the friends in the world. Because the way I look at it is, how are you living life if you posting all the time? 
Right. If you snap, like you, you can't even enjoy the moment because you're too busy looking at, you know, you trying to take the picture. You got to get the right shot. And then you know, okay, that wasn't a good one. Let's do another one. You can't even enjoy and live in the moment. Mm-hmm. You can't even enjoy the people that you're around because Instagram, you have to capture every moment on that. So I look at it at people who don't post and don't have even social media. I mean, you have a life. Mm. That's how I look at it. Well, I don't post as often, and I've been criticized for that. And I've been criticized by you, actually, oh, for not posting enough. I and told it's because you. I'm actually one of those people that is actually busy. I don't have time. And don't get me wrong, I've had some great experiences, interactions. Uh, dining experiences. Oh, 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 I'm, oh. I'm trying to think of all the things that people post. I told you to post for business reasons to kind of get your name, your face, and yourself out there. I'm not telling you to post up in the AM making breakfast. Oh, at lunch. Oh, on the toilet. No, I ain't telling you to do all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you to post, you know, to get your face out there for business opportunities, your mm-hmm. name and all that. That's what I say post for. But I'm not, you know, I'm not telling you to post to try to, to make yourself look like you more than what you are. But that's what happens with social media because people feel like they have to create this image of they themselves. Do. And yes. we were just talking about this recently with the whole Bow Wow challenge oh, thing. God. And, you know, Bow Wow felt like he needed to Hot put an bitch. image out there in order to get you know, the likes mm-hmm. or whatever it was that he was looking for when he put that on there because he felt like he needed to put this image out there that and he he's was a celebrity. doing something that so, was major. D-list, but still a celebrity in his own right now. He was a little bow wow. But celebrities, but, they do things on Instagram all the time that are not but, true. You know, and what I mean by that is they post things that are not always true. So many celebrities have oh, been yeah. caught doing that. Definitely. Photoshopping. Definitely. You know, bad photoshopping. They, don't y'all know they, all, all of these jewelry, all the jewelry that you see, cars, homes, that is rented. Right. They don't own that. You know, Ocho Cinco <laughs> recently said that, um, you know, football player Ocho Cinco recently said that his jewelry is not even real. Because oh, he's like, see. if I can afford this jewelry... Why do I need to wear the real stuff? You guys know how much I'm worth. You guys know I can afford this stuff, but I'm not about to sit here and spend millions of dollars on diamonds just to prove something. just to prove something. And that's all it is. You you posting these pictures and trying to make yourself look better than what you are to prove something. And to prove something to who? Now, I post stuff on Facebook. I will post like some random something, just a thought. You know how you just have like a, a thought. It was like, ooh, let me write that down. It's like a, a quote or something that you know it, it kind of touched you, but it necessarily ain't about you. Right. I just post it because I thought about it and I don't want to lose that. And I can always find it on Facebook if I need it. Do you know I get so many people? Oh, what's wrong? What's going? Mm-hmm. Okay, girl, I don't live my life on Facebook. I just don't. But you know, some people do. I just thought it was all fun and entertainment. Social media has become people's life. Oh, absolutely. And that's a problem. Yeah. Because it's like, again, internet, you can't live life on the internet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't live real life Mm -hmm. on the internet. You know what I mean? I do it to cure boredom at work. Mm. That's why I keep my social media. If it wasn't for that, I'd get rid of it all. Yeah, but so many people feel like they have to post Whatever it is, whether it's on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, they feel like they have to post in order to get 
the likes and the attention that they're looking for. How many times have you seen a post on social media that you knew was just a cry for help, basically a cry for attention? Every single Like they single just want day. someone to say, what's wrong? Every what do single you need? Day. And I'm thinking to myself, if you really have an issue like that, you probably don't need to be broadcasting it. And you may want to go seek a professional if you feel like you really need some help with that. Why are you broadcasting this on social media? Because now you're opening the door for people to talk about you, judge you, criticize you. So why would you even put yourself out there like that? And then those people that you talk about that post, you know, those personal whatever they may be, are the same ones that will follow that up with, you don't know my life, stay in your lane. What if you didn't put your shit out there for people to judge? Nobody would say anything about it. I'm right. thinking of one person right now in particular. It's a girl. She'll put her whole life story out there. She put herself in a hot, like, she in a hospital bed. She put herself all just out there. And, um, I mean, everything from the, the good, the bad, the ugly. And the moment somebody has anything to say about it, oh, she going off. Why put it out there? Mm-hmm. Why put it out there? Yeah, you You chose, chose to put it out right. there. And then we live in this whole era. I have to call it era because I'm so sick of people. They're wearing out this freedom of speech. Just because you have the right to say whatever you want, do that mean you have to say it? <laughs> you see, just because you can post whatever you want, do you have to post it? Because I be looking at some people post as if, you know, I just don't care. <laughs> well, I'm going to quote the late Sammy Davis Jr. where he said, you don't always have to have something to say. There you go. And you don't always have to have something to post. Mm-hmm. It, it, keep it to yourself. Keep, you know, there, there's no mystery anymore. And then people want to know why, you know, divorce rate is at an all-time high. Why people ain't loyal. Okay, skirt. I'm glad you brought up the divorce rate because we're going to actually talk about that in a moment. So we're going to talk about how social media affects relationships. So we're going to go to our next song well, you know and what? take a, a break. But you know, that's one of my favorite relationships, our social media relationships. We'll get to that, too. I love social media relationships. Okay, yeah. We're going to talk about that in a moment. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are listening to Unapologetic. And that song is actually perfect for what we're talking about tonight because talking about the shape of you and we're talking about people mm-hmm. putting things out there on social media you know whether so it's false body images mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so funny my first time I ever heard that song was on Instagram really <laughs> it was and I was like ooh what is this Oh, wow. That's funny. So just before break we were talking about social media and relationships because you were talking about people putting their business mm-hmm. on social media And this is something that I see so often, right? You see that couple, they're so in love. They're posting Mm -hmm. everything that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the photos stop. They stop or disappear. Yeah, or they disappear. (laughs) And we're like, okay, what happened? And I almost feel like we were invested in that relationship, right? All the likes that I did, all the double taps. Right, right. We've been following this, right? right? And it's like, we we deserve an explanation. uh, Like, what, what happened? Who cheated? (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, what, what happened? Come on now. Right. It's like, do you just leave us with our own assumptions? Or we just, you know, make our you, own assumptions and, and then judgments? if you do that, then you in their business. You don't know what they're right. talking about. Y'all need to stay out of what's going on over here. But you just, put it but you put out, it out there. there. We put it out there. So on break, we were talking to our engineer, Ellen, and we were talking about what she does on social media. 
Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so, Ellen, tell us. What are some things that you are guilty of doing yeah. on social media? And then we'll all express oh, wow. what we've been guilty of doing. What? Trying to be too funny. Really? Trying to be too funny. Too funny. Too wow. funny. And because I feel like I try not to take myself too seriously online. So the humor mm-hmm. is a mask to what I'm feeling <laughs> at all times. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. I like she said a mask. It is oh. just a pure fake image I, when you guys were talking about like oh it's the image you got to keep up with i was like eh. so do you do you feel Guilty. pressured to have to keep up an image on social media yes really yeah yeah i i and i'm in deep i don't know <laughs> guys <laughs> okay so listen when you're having a bad day do you put out there on social media like you're happy and cracking jokes even when you're having a bad day no it's more like i'm definitely going to talk about the bad day but i'm going to try to put it in the most lighthearted way possible and more in a sense of like um like i'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about whatever's on my mind but i'm gonna be like eh, who fucking cares so i'll just oh, can i can i swear you can swear oh, oh god our engineer yeah. curses ladies and gentlemen yeah. <laughs> my, bad. my apologies <laughs> my apologies no you're good okay uh, wait, am I supposed to say sorry? Um, I don't. I guess I just have to read something. Uh, I'll see if I can. Oh, okay. What's you been guilty yesterday? What, what's some of your things, traps you didn't fell into? Yeah, I was gonna say while Ellen's looking for something that she's posted, I think one of the things I'm guilty of um, doing on social media is feeling pressure from people like you, Ray Sean, that is telling me that I have to post because I sometimes have to force myself to post just so that people can see what I'm doing with my life because I don't really care what people necessarily think or how they see what I'm doing. But I know that it is important in terms of me being a public figure for people to see what I'm doing. Absolutely. So what I will say I'm guilty of is forcing myself to put things on social media when I really don't want to. I feel like if you are above it, you should stay above it. Even And you were talking about like careers and stuff. You know what? We're in such an age like at my mom's job, they made her get a Facebook. Okay. They made her get a Facebook. Hmm. She didn't want to get one, but they were because she had to join a Facebook group for the employees, mm-hmm. and she was not happy about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the I thing is, bet. she's been sucked into Facebook now. She doesn't yeah. want to admit it. Yeah. She's also been sucked onto Pinterest. Oh, oh but I love Pinterest. Uh, see, I, I'm not <laughs> into Pinterest, so oh, you there are so many great things on there. But go ahead, Ellen. <laughs> it's I'm just good. I'm watching her go develop this social media addiction that she's lived her whole life without. And it's so wearing, and we don't even realize that it is. Like, just that, because look, um, it, I'm constantly checking my social media. I don't like it, mm-hmm. but like, say uh, a guy I might be interested in, I'm like, oh, did he like my thing? Did he like my photo? Mm-hmm. And um, like, because sometimes, like, I'll post something with the the idea of, oh, well, maybe this certain person's gonna like it, and if they don't like it, oh, the whole day is just oh, down the right. Okay, so you're posting. For a specific person to see it? Well, we're like, because I'm seeking oh. validation from people. It's well, my hold, career hold choice. On, You've never done that, Stacey? No, but, but I will we say We all I've have. Done. Okay, I don't and think. Thank okay, you, let me say this. Okay. I don't think I've posted something for a person to see. However, <laughs> I purposely do not block or delete oh, friends no. Neither do I. in terms of people that I don't associate myself with anymore. And specifically like exes. Because I want you to see how well I'm doing. <laughs> Okay, or if you, I noticed um, there was this uh, another thing like getting 
yourself out there and then um another aspect of social media altogether like uh like diving into political views people mm-hmm. are like if oh, you don't yeah. agree with me block me like yeah and then yeah. it's like you're screaming that, that, that's to that freedom of speech thing i've been talking about do yeah. you but know i've seen so many like friendships end because of that that exact same thing you're yeah. talking about there are so many people that i have seen personally that was like i'm not talking to that person anymore because they said they voted for this person on social media and i'm like are you serious because that person may not have ever told them that like personally in a conversation, right. but they posted yeah, it on, on social, social media, media, and now they're like, "I'm not I talking to that person lie. anymore." I've not blocked because I'm like you. I don't block or you know delete people. Mm-hmm. But what I do find out, they vote for certain people. I do give them like like a side eye, like, oh. but, yeah. but I it, but I don't <laughs> take it like social media to the point where I just want to eliminate this person totally. You know that's petty. Well, I let me tell you guys. You know, so I'm going to tell you guys another personal story, right? So listen. Shout out to my family. I love you guys, but I'm telling on you. So there was a family beef because of Facebook. One of my cousins posted about another cousin and was telling him, when I see you, I'm going to do A, B, C, and D to you on Facebook. Not kidding. When he saw him, he kept his promise. They got into a actual physical altercation in church. Oh, oh no. no! Not the place. The work. police were called. It was this big because of Facebook. And then this is what's so crazy: the other family members, like the sisters and the brothers of each, you know, side or whatever, they were like going at each other on Facebook because of this fight. Like you, you know, your son started this or that, or your brother. And I'm like, did this really just happen because of a Facebook beef? And that's another thing I don't like about Facebook: people. Get balls they didn't have before. That's just the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They 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 get this newfound courage that they didn't get before, and that pisses me off too. Because the thing mm-hmm. is, if I can say it online, I could definitely say it in your face. I agree. Or if I say it online and I hadn't said it to your face, it's because I ain't seen you yet. I mean, yeah, like cyberbullying. I I think that's that's another reason why people have issues when it comes to social media and their mental health. Yeah, something in mind. I'm just now. I'm kind of like trying to wrap around the whole like family getting involved because I have a. I've got a story about that too. When my my mom and my uncle got into a little Facebook beef on accident, and my grandma who doesn't have a Facebook got involved somehow. (laughs) See, but you're talking about cyberbullying. I feel like. I have been the victim of it, but like you don't. I, a girl decided she didn't like now, me anymore, so me, she blocked me. I, I'm and glad started. you said this because I almost allowed you. Only a bully of you only a victim of cybering bully if you allow yourself to be. Because well. the thing is, <laughs> no, no, no. The reason I say that is because I almost allow myself to be once, and I know grown man, right? I, Instagram. Somebody said something I didn't like. It wasn't necessarily cybering bullying. It was more so. They want to get into this back and forth altercation with me. And it's just like, why am I wasting my time arguing with somebody that I don't even know? That I can't even see you. You're hiding. So first off, you're not even on my level for me to even let you get me upset because you that much of a coward that you wouldn't say that if I was standing here. Now, if you were in my face saying that, then, yeah, it'd probably be a little different. But the fact that you have all this to say online lets me know 
Yeah, why, why am I wasting my time with you? You you took your time to come on my page to post something that you didn't like. Am I that important to and you? And this was a stranger? Or? A stranger. Yeah, yeah. I, that happened to my friend today because she posted an article about how uh, it's about how less women are shaving body hair. Okay. And a complete stranger came and commented, yuck. I'm like, that's See, rude. Said, like, why would they is, dig that out to some girl's Facebook? So that's why I'm like, you took your time uh, to come to my page sense. to post negativity. Thank you. That meant that you, I had you, you were on my <laughs> mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like, I was that important to Who you. Who has that much time? That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm like, you're, you're, you are sad, you're miserable. So why am I wasting my time? Yeah. So you shouldn't allow but that. But I'm, I'm curious to know, like, your story. Like, what happened with this person that tried to cyberbully you? Uh, well... It all. It also kind of has to do with the algorithm of, in Facebook specifically, if you like somebody's post, mm-hmm. Facebook is going to say you're you have a friend and you you like something they post. Facebook's going to say, oh, you want more of lot. this person. Right. They're just going to keep loading. Uh, this was a person who was just liking and liking and liking everything I post and was going on about how funny I was and blah 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 blah. And it was, and then um, eventually down the line, didn't like me anymore, blocked me, and then just started writing a lot of mean things about me on her Facebook. And then my friend took a screenshot of it, sent it to me. I'm like, I don't want to get involved in any of this. But this just but goes to show like, that she was a coward, uh, like he just said, because exactly. you couldn't even see it. Someone exactly. had to screenshot it and show it to you. And then she and just deleted her and Facebook. And then the fact that, that were you sitting up here posting about her? No. The fact that she took time. Out of her day wow, what to think about. There you go. That's what I, <laughs> I never said. Thought that there way. you go. You took your time out of your. Because mind you, time is precious. I ain't got time to waste yeah. to write about somebody that I don't like. <laughs> but that algorithm is so true, though, because mm-hmm. I end up liking the same people's stuff. So it's like my same. I have like over a thousand friends, but for some reason, but the same three people, people and then up. like the same three people like my stuff all the time. Like, oh, so and so is liking my status again on the reg. And then that also just, it messes with your mind because you're like, well, how come this person likes all my statuses, but not this person? How come this person doesn't like me? And then you're that thinking, other person is living life. That's it, well, that person is living life. It doesn't even realize that you're fretting over this. Some person you maybe met at summer camp you were a kid. Oh, doesn't like my Facebook status. Great. You're going to bump into that person and be like, well, a little weird around him. It's just the weird subconscious way that social media messes I, with you and we I, have I to figure this out on our own you, right, you, I'm, you, you I'm on a roll to, I'm on a roll no no no, 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 no you're it. good you because you right. just brought up a good point because there have been times when I know Rayshon I'm putting you on blast he has posted things and he's like why didn't you like my picture no, <laughs> no I had a boyfriend that would do no, that no 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 we have oh. a pack <laughs> so no no because you just say well she does it to me y'all like I posted something you're supposed to like it so we, we have an agreement but um, I guess uh, did I share what I was guilty of? Oh, because I ain't guilty. No, of you that. have not. No, Rayshon is guilty of something, guys. All right, I'm guilty of two things. I ain't gonna lie. I'm guilty of getting excited when my uh, Instagram crush likes my pics. I Are we all to come on? I, I have, I have her Instagram sweet. crush. And, also, and he purposely posts lie. shirtless photos, too. That's something I get else it. that he does. I okay? get it. He posts uh, thirst, tra- look, uh, thirst traps. That's what he does. So I do it, too. I, 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 I don't okay. do it. They happen ever so often. Wait, right? Kelly, you post thirst traps, too. <laughs> okay, no. There's a cute guy who follows me on Instagram. He's in a Thin Lizzy cover band. He's in England. He likes all that old music, like the old dad rock music I like and 
I named my cat after the lead singer at Thin Lizzy, so I know if I post a picture of my cat, like, oh, Phil's so cute. I know he's going to like it because he loves <laughs> oh Thin Lizzy God. and he likes me and he likes all my stuff. And he's cute and I'm cute. And if I ever make it to England, I can make this happen. And she is adorable. Wait, wait, wait. Right has now, he split in your DM? Yes, yet? he has. Oh, 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 oh Nothing oh. sexual, but yeah. we did talk about Thin Lizzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a start. Boys are back in town. That's a start. Tonight. No, okay. so I, I, I'll shut up. The, uh, <laughs> That's what I, I do it too. She is blushing, y'all. She I don't is post shirtless. You post You know, I said I don't post. Oh, okay, no, I Instagram. hope you are I'm not, not posting on. shirtless pics. Ellen. No, um, I'd be like, I look fat. Like I don't want to. See, there's another. There's another thing. The mm. insecurity that comes out of. Here's the scary thing about social media. Um, when I was saying like, oh, it's like our generation. It was. It was thrown on us. From like MySpace onward, mm-hmm. oh, my but man. adults don't know how to like not adults. Wait, we're adults, but like I'm talking uh, people. The older generation, the baby, the boomers. baby boomers. Who think they yeah. get it, and they don't, and they don't, mm-hmm. and they're trying to teach kids younger than us in schools how to monitor this, but they don't know how. Right, no, and the kids want to figure this that. out. Yeah. Like I recently did a story about how colleges and universities are actually checking applicant social media accounts. And they actually use that when determining if they're they're going to accept them. So you really do have to be mindful about what you post. And another, me, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I, I believe in all of that. You know, Big Brother and all that. You got to be careful. I think those are being monitored too. I think mm. they when you, certain things that you put out. I think you know certain individuals are looking at that and they trying to figure things out. You got to be careful. Oh, with absolutely. That. I mean, you know there have I mean? been so many cases mm-hmm. where you know people have posted whether it was like guns yep. or you know whatever, yeah, you and the police were knocking at the who door. Is watching that stuff. You, you do know what not I'm know at all. You do not know. But it, it's interesting what you said, Ellen, about your mom's social media page because with my job I had to have a Facebook page you know for the news I had to have my own you know page and at first it was kind of like okay do I want to open myself up to this public scrutiny because the thing is when you have your friends that you accept on Facebook those are people that you know most of the time right unless you know you accept some random people but now I'm opening up an opportunity for people to say whatever they want about me on social media. And these people are seeing me on television and they're judging me. Now, I've been fortunate that no one has said anything, you know, too harsh about me. And I I think I had my first little incident. And I remember I called Rayshawn first, like, oh, my gosh, this person, you know, she badmouthed me. And you were like, congratulations, yeah. you're famous. <laughs> you're like, that, that's the first that's step the first to being step a celebrity. Being a celebrity. Um, but I've seen some of those comments on social media from, you know, some of my other, you know, team members. And they go really, really hard from what they're wearing to their hair. I mean, one guy, I'm not going to go into specifics of what he said because it was just so crude and just rude. But he was talking about, you know, someone's sexuality and insinuating that, you know, he had something in his mouth by the way that he spoke on air. And it's like, really? Would you really say something like that? I see, I like to treat it as, like, my epitome celebrity, if I had to, you know, choose a celebrity that I want to be, it would be, you know, the Carters, you know, J and B, because what I love about them now... How much is said about Jay and Beyonce from her having a fake pregnancy to him cheating to all these other crazy things and you never, ever, ever hear them clap back, respond back or say anything back. That's how I treat social media. Mm -hmm. I put it out there. 
Whoever likes it, likes it. Whoever don't, guess what? You're looking at my page, though. You came to watch me. I don't care if you don't like it. Yeah. I don't care who likes it. And I did used to get caught up in all of that, but then I just had to... Re- you have to evaluate. How many Facebook friends do I have? How many real-life friends do I have? Yes, I don't. I'm raising my hand like a class because you're a professor. Uh, how do you... When do you reach that mindset, though? Because, like, I'm in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a lot of confidence. I would love to be at that level where I could just mm-hmm. be like, this is what I got to give. Or even better yet, I could just say, just get rid of all my social media. But I'm still chained and down to the 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 likes. I am. I'm guilty I of mean, it. They, they, uh, they are how nice. Because a like is like a... Who doesn't like a compliment? Right. A like <sighs> is like a compliment. Right. But you get to a point where you have to find out what is it about Ellen that Ellen likes nothing see you have to find it you got to figure that out only you I know that you, okay you wait you think you're funny out. right right you think you're funny so you have sense of humor I, I think don't you're funny because hey, you I don't. don't but other people do okay but it's but it's like I don't know I I try to make it okay do you have humorous. friends Ellen you have friends I have you have friends Who's your Who's best friend? Who's asking? No, no, so who, go to your friend. You have a, a right, group go, of friends. Go to my best friend. Mm-hmm. Ask Same. them, what do you like about me? What what keeps you? Because I ask all my friends. I ask this one. I, I don't the, know what keeps me around you. I really don't. <laughs> okay, I'll take that because she I'm, ain't going I'm nowhere. <laughs> right, go no, I wouldn't, but I ask. I'm like, what is it about me that you like? What What, what is it? And then just hear what they have to say. So the it, Hmm. Just, and then well, you either agree or you disagree because the thing is they got you around for a reason. So, but I don't know if my low confidence is from living in an age of social media, it, or all of it, did social did social media destroy my confidence, or did my confidence um, was it destroy already, my social media? Oh, I was gonna say, or hmm. maybe social media hmm. just made it worse, amplified it, it right? It, it, and it's kids like younger a, and younger are getting sucked into this, and I'm watching it happen. And what can we do about it? I, but I also noticed this. My 17-year-old cousin and all of her friends, they don't have Facebook. They're above it. That's good. It's done. Oh, they're above they're it. on Instagram. They're on Tumblr. They're on but Instagram blah, blah, is the blah, worst, blah. according oh, to the researchers. See, but the reason why, because I heard, I think Facebook, they're trying to say it's about old people now. It's yeah, kind of it like, is. Oh, it's not, yeah, it's not it's hot not anymore. It's not happening no more, you know, because um, you have to actually type out words Well, I don't post yeah, often on yeah. Facebook myself. That's it. I'll it's the on. words. Because Instagram, I always thought, was the one you could tune out because it's just pictures. You just scroll and go, eh, I'm done. But, but, but mind you, like you said, when you post a pick and uh, that cute guy that you like Ooh, likes yeah, it. Yeah, the British guy. Yeah. See, then that's when you start to you know kind of be like, oh wait, hold on. And then and you're it, like, how many more did he like? There you Five go. Minutes later, did he like it again? How did he respond? Yeah. You you kind of have to break <sighs> no. yourself out of that. You know what I mean? You have to just get busy yourself. There's other things to do, y'all, than look down at your phone. Oh, there's okay. Not. So Ellen, this is what yes, you need to do. You need to do a uh, social media fast. I can't. I'm trying. You're addicted. I'm so addicted. I stay. I think it's, it's okay. Most people. Everybody are. is because so that's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning to share Facebook, not for likes or anything. I, I also have a thing with lurking too. I would go weeks without posting anything. Like Facebook just told me you, you I haven't updated my status or something in twelve weeks. I'm like, why are you clocking my weeks? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, there was a purpose. I didn't feel like you know. What I, mean? I didn't get that. I guess they're like, you don't post anyway. <laughs> what are your tips for a fast? Because I know I've probably talked a lot. We're running out of time, but. 
Uh, you what are what have you? Is it something you've done in the past, or something you've done in the past? Yeah, because I could use all the help. Because no. there's so much more things I want to do. Like I'm like I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna write a play because I've dreamed of being a playwright since I was in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I I used to be able to do it, but I don't have the concentration anymore because okay. I just end up getting sucked into social media. Yeah, I get distracted. Feeling sorry for myself. Let me ask you a question. Do you have notifications coming to your phone? Um, text, but I took that thing off for Facebook. But okay. I doesn't stop me from looking. The, um, but you still have the apps on your phone, right? No, I got rid of the apps, but I I check through the, the browser. The browser, yeah, because that's what I do too. I, and I, I do eat the up my data. And I just well, look at it like that. What are your tips? Look well, I don't care about data. I live off of slow data. I am. I am. <laughs> I've learned how to adapt to that. I think for me, I will sit and look at a loading screen and instead of doing something productive. Oh wow! For me, help me. I just went cold turkey and I know this is probably not the answer you're looking for but I made myself busy doing other things I got involved doing other things so you're talking about you want to write plays right start that play so that you are not distracted so that you have some your energy that you would use for Facebook Instagram whatever you're putting that into your play so I found other things to do with my time and you will actually be so happy when you do this fast because you're going to get so much more done and you're going to be so much more productive I did a television fast too and that was so enlightening for me because like I told you Rayshawn I realized that television really altered my brain it does it really did and I realized that I was like like addicted to images yes. of individuals on television. Basketball wise was her. But you are on the television, correct? I, I know, right? So, but wow. I was addicted to reality TV. Oh, okay. And that's anything mm-hmm. but reality. And that's what social mm-hmm. media is, people. That is just people's oh, own reality real. TV it's show. And reality TV is not real. It's Everybody not. in this new generation wants to be a what? A star. These followers are not, they're there in their minds. They have convinced themselves that their followers are their fans. Mm. And this is why they have to, like you said, feel this pressure to live up to this image that you and I both know that you don't. Um. All right. Well, we have to close out because we're running out of time here. But I want to leave you guys with something that I recently heard uh, Jada Pinkett Smith say. And she was saying that you have to stop seeking validation from others in order to make you happy. And I know we hear that all the time in terms of love yourself, love yourself. But if you're constantly focused on outside influences making you happy, you will never truly have fulfillment. So you first need to figure out what makes you happy. What do you like to do? What do you enjoy spending your time doing? Who do you like being around that makes you happy? And once you do that, you don't need validation from anyone. So we're going to leave you with, you know, that inspiration that if you're feeling like, I can't be happy unless people on social media or whoever likes my pics or people like me or whatever the case is. I want you to find out what it is that truly makes you happy and do it as often as possible. So, Because one thing I learned before we close out that you only going to have two people for the rest of your life, your mother and yourself. All right. Well, on that note, we're out of here. Thank you for tuning in to Unapologetic. Tune in next week, same time, 7 p.m. next Thursday. And um, great show, guys. So we're out. <laughs>